Welcome to the Midlife CEO Podcast, where business coach and strategist Jeannie Spiro teaches you how to take your coaching business to six figures and beyond at Midlife. Join Jeannie and her guests as they reveal their best kept secrets to creating a thriving six or seven figure lifestyle based business. And now, Jeannie Spiro. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Midlife CEO Podcast. This episode is a really cool one for many reasons, because the person who I get to interview today, she sparked a lot of my journey in the very beginning of my business, and I cannot wait to introduce you to her. So my guest today is Laura Clark, and she is the founder of the Wise Living Institute and Living Your Truth Sisterhood. Through these, she champions others to reawaken their purpose and inner wisdom. She supports you to use this as a beacon to overcome obstacles and step confidently and courageously towards one's dreams. As a sassy and spiritual guru, she is both those, and sassy for another reason, <laughs> Laura believes everyone can step forward to a fuller, more joyful, and abundant life. Laura, I love having you here today. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Not only just to have a conversation with you, but to have others listen into some of those golden insights that we always share together. I know, I know. And you know, the part that I love about this about sassy is um <laughs> you use that word for another reason because you are a mom to four four-legged special beings. I am. I am. I'm a mom to two sets of twin um, canines, mm -hmm. uh, two 10-year-old Goldens and two five-year-old Labradors, one of who, um, whom decides that her name is not Sasha, but is sassy because she just sasses her mom all the time. And, you, you know, we're all brought our children and my fur babies are my children to us to teach us a lesson and they mirror a lot of what we do. So she teaches me so much. Well, and I have the same in my gift of Posey and Sa mm. Sasha and Posey are very much alike. Mm -hmm. And that's always an interesting thing when they're together, but yeah. we could go on for hours about that, but mm. we have so much to cover in this episode. And I'm really happy I get to introduce you. The very first time I met you, you had a completely different business and and we knew each other sort of peripherally, but with a little bit of closest to it. It wasn't, we were, we were beyond friends. We were upon acquaintances, but yeah. in a different category. And I think we also became closer because we had businesses. You already had a business. I was starting to have a business. <laughs> I want to share this story because when we first met, uh, you know, it was for a different reason. You had a different business, but then as I started my entrepreneurial journey and I was growing, you already had a, a successful business, but you were expanding into something else and you invited me to an event. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And what was really awesome about that event is I believe, you know, I believe in divine timing. Mm -hmm. And so there was so much amazing timing in that event for both of us. Um, one, it brought us into a new phase of our friendship. You know, we became colleagues and strategists together and really champions of one another. And, um, you know, that, that sacred observer where we had to say, you know, 
Are you sure that's the right path? Are you sure that's what you want to do? Right? Mm -hmm. And really helped guide each other along as both of our businesses took on wings that we never thought they would take on. Okay. I, you you went there um, to create community and um, coaching for wellness. Yeah, I did. Right? I, I was in the beginning of an evolution, mm. but I didn't. It's nowhere near where I am today. Absolutely you, not. You already had a very successful business at that point. Yeah, I did. So um, I had a body work mm-hmm. uh, practice, and I had lots of other. Um, massage therapists and Reiki practitioners underneath my wings and it was it was thriving and I really thought that that's what I had wanted to do and it was and I had been in it for at that point in time at that event maybe 10 years as as my own you know Mm -hmm. I had done some work for businesses other others businesses but I went out on my own so I've been on my own for maybe a little more than 10 years and that, that's what I wanted. That's that was the goal. That was the dream. And yet there was a tug that was saying, it's not quite perfect. It's not quite what you want. And that's when this particular event that the two of us went to, um, I was called to go there because I was getting confused in my practice. I was getting, what do I do? Where do I go? And I didn't have the, the confidence nor the courage. Mm-hmm. Um, to make shifts and to to take those chances that I had 10 years before that, right? Because I was so clear 10 years before, but then through this evolution, I lost some of that clarity. I lost some of that ground footing um, underneath me. And I really needed that recentering. But the funny thing about it was also you were gaining a lot of skills and knowledge at the same time. And so there was, and you talk about your intuition, we'll go into this even further in a little bit about what your soul's asking for and using your intuition and using your skills and strengths. You were awakening a lot of it at that time and you were learning a lot more beyond what um, the body work you were doing, the soul work, Mm -hmm. which I would imagine was also a little bit maybe confusing in the process too? Like you're awakening all those mm. new skills and things for yourself. And so then it was like, well, how do I bring this into my, this existing business in the shell that it's in or do yes. I not? And I remember that was like a piece of what is this next phase look like for me? Right? Yeah, absolutely. I was, I, I had, I had the big pillar of the business and I was trying to put, and so if you think about this square Right. And I had all these pegs and I was trying to put the round peg in the square hole and nothing seemed to like fit. But I really was called to continue to learn. I I am a learner. That is part of my um, DNA. It goes back to my grandmother and my mom were always advancing their learning. And I love that. But for some reason, and I still to this day don't know why. Um, I was called to leave like the hands-on body work mm-hmm. training and go underneath that. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I do know why, because I was finding that women would come to me and get on my table and say, fix me. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I was good. I was a great therapist, 
But I knew that um, to make profound changes and shifts in one's life, you do, you have to take responsibility for that. And you have to listen to those nudges. So while I was listening to my own nudges, my, my clients were teaching me to listen to them deeper, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, you were wanting to learn more because it was something I'm, I know from many conversations we had, you were very interested and passionate about it too. Yes. And, and once you start to learn, it's kind of like, wow, there's more that I didn't know. And, and in that process began the journey of, I'm going to expand this. And so for two, for, for quite some time, you really had one business and then the, the expansion into another, right? Yes. yes. And so then it was, okay, do I keep two? Do I have one? Like there was a lot of unpacking that you had to do in, mm-hmm. in all of that, which yes. is ironically one of the things that you also help people do is mm-hmm. start to really un when they get to that point of not being sure their direction and their path anymore, you now help them with that clarity piece. Right, right. Absolutely. So in in anybody's evolution, if you are an entrepreneur, you are going to have an evolution. Mm-hmm. And if you don't follow that evolution, you are going to hit a point. I know this with every fiber of my being, you are going to hit a point where it doesn't fuel you because you are growing as a human being and as a light being, you are growing and your business needs to continue to evolve to keep up with you, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and you can take this to relationships. If somebody doesn't grow with you, 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 you fall apart and, Mm -hmm. and, Some people are meant to have that. My goal was not to implode my business. Right. It was, my goal was in this journey, I do not want to implode my business because people depended on me. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a financial component to my business that I depended upon. Uh, My clients depended on me. So I very strategically began to unpack that. And once I recognized the unpacking of it, I was able to shift much more quickly. Yeah. And, you know, going back, I think through my life, this, this pivotal moment about 10 years ago, as I started shape-shifting and morphing forward, also happened when I was in high school. It also happened when I was in college. It also happened when I chose my career direction. It also happened when I chose to leave corporate and go out on my own. So this is a process I've been doing all my life. And I've gotten really good at because we have to get into the the nitty gritty of our purpose and why we're here. Because then when we know that, it will actually pull us through those challenges when you're like fried out, mm-hmm. hesitant, not clear, not making the best choices. Other people get frustrated with us. Things start, you know, the T's and the I's that used to be crossed all the time yeah. aren't crossed. They're not dotted any longer. You're missing things. Those are key signs that you're about to implode and that <laughs> you need to really make sure 
Mm -hmm. that you understand what it is that you are moving towards and moving into so that you don't implode. I remember that happening when I was knowing I didn't want to be in corporate any longer and I'd already started my business and feeling like I know I need to pay attention to my corporate job, but everything and everything is pointing to what I want to be doing, but I can't quite do yet. And I couldn't see the steps. And I was extremely nervous to make the steps and transition from one to the other. And this, I think, you know, this happens with business owners all the time. And I know that this, that you work with business owners mm-hmm. who, who have a lot of decisions. There's a lot at stake. Um, it's, it's, it's also sometimes very private, the, the things that they're going through because they have to show up publicly, especially if you have like more of a personal branded type of a business, you're showing up, you need to be marketing, but at the same time, you have all these things that are going on behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. It's not easy, right, Laura? Like it's like, it's, it's not easy, Jeannie. And you really need to have that support, um, mm-hmm. in place so that you can get through that where you're not feeling like you're alone, where you're not feeling like you don't have the sounding board um, or the processes, like what's the next step in the evolution? We have systems and strategies to build our business up one side down the other, right? We we could go this way and build it, we could go that way and build it. Oftentimes, um, and and I'm gonna say women, mostly women, don't have those systems because they don't want to disappoint somebody mm-hmm. else. They, they want to be the nurturers and the caretakers. And there's this expectation and it's a heavy weight. Mm-hmm. And they need to have a place where they can release that weight. Even within our mastermind groups and the larger groups of colleagues that were around, we all tend to wear a mask of where we are in our businesses. Mm-hmm. And yet in those one-to-one hallway conversations um, or those one-to-two coffee chats, you're like, I, I remember we were having um, dinner one night um, with another woman mm-hmm. and you two were talking about this, 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 and this. And I was very quiet because it was a difficult time in my business. Mm-hmm. And the next day we were talking the next week and you said, gosh, I didn't realize you were talking, you were feeling that way, Laura, you should have spoken up because we were both feeling that way too, right? We don't have those deep conversations sometimes because we, we feel like we have to be something that we're not yet, right? Or, or that we were, and we're not now. Yes. And that is one of the things that I see. So I want to distinguish a couple of things on the business side, because I spend so much time in the strategy and when women are transitioning from one business to another or a career to a business, right? Especially at midlife, it's a little bit more challenging. There's all the strategies and all the things, right? And so I spend a lot of time in the strategy component of it. And there's a lot of doubt. There's questions, there's doubts and all of that, but there's something that's different about the work that you do than the work that I do in that- a lot of the women that you work with are coming from a place of either success already, like they've reached a certain place in their business where they're very successful mm-hmm. and they don't want to share the inner things that are going on or their feelings, and they don't want to do it publicly and they don't want to do it in a bigger group or community quite yet. 
And having a confidant and someone who knows what it's like, because you've navigated it already and you work with people, there's, so number one, it's, you create the safe space, which you've known and learned how, you always have to know that you do that in friendship, but you know that, but there's another part to this is that you make it okay to say, maybe the path that I've been on is, it's okay to change. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and, and what you're saying is so true paths, I believe paths must change. Mm -hmm. And whether that change is growth of the same path um, like the lotus grows in a pond into an even greater beauty, or whether it's to have the lotus in that one pond still there and supported, but I'm going to start growing another lotus in another pond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or like I do in many ways and shapes is just have lotuses side by side or one larger than the other. So, so, you know, my path came through from a body worker, Mm -hmm. but I was trying to add a lot of what I do now, which is the soul work, the deeper defining work of understanding the energy within surrounding it with really good juju and energy around you so that you can get clear and hear all of those nudges and all that good wisdom within. Right. Mm And so they were side by side after this event that you and I were at, I decided to separate the two Mm -hmm. because it was clear that there were certain mechanisms within the first company that were going to be really hard to navigate. And I didn't want hard. I wanted easy. Mm -hmm. Right. So I separated the two and I was building both businesses. Yes. There came a time when I recognized that the bodywork business needed to um, decelerate mm-hmm. as the soul work needed to accelerate. Right. And it's and now as the soul work accelerated, I, I've done rebranding. I've grown in so many leaps and bounds. And truth be told, because I'm a person of truth, I still body work one day a week. Mm-hmm. Because I love it, but I no longer have the constraints of other therapists underneath me. I no longer have the big overhead that that um, had. I have a small one room, lovely experience with my best clients ever coming to me. And that fuels me. And there are reasons that I still do that. And it lights my boat. And it's good. But so you, I can still navigate this journey, right? We're still moving. When that no longer feels really great, it's going to be even easier to release. Yeah. And I think the thing that I know from knowing you is that when you got to the root of your own truth, which is what you talk about and teach and started to ask the questions to help make it clearer what you wanted began to become possible. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, the root of your truth and, and truth is, you know, I'll, I'll ask women to define truth, truth all the, all the time. And I ask them to define their own truth. Right. And that really goes to the core of why as a spiritual being, you came down to have this human existence. 
And that's your purpose. Why are you here? And that thing, that truth, that purpose, once you get really crystal clear on what it is, it is so beautiful because it starts that golden thread through all aspects of our life, through our businesses, through our personal relationships, through our passionate, fun, loving pursuits. Mm. And all of a sudden, our life works in synchronicity with itself. And there's not this wobble to it where business is this, life is this, and we're, we're challenged by it. It works synchronicity. There's a new word for everybody. Um, <laughs> you know, and that's where this beauty of building a business that lights you up when you know your core purpose. Because every morning I come into my office and I reconnect with that purpose. If I have a difficult thing going on in the business, I kind of shut it down for a moment. I reconnect with that purpose. And that's what fuels my energy and my love for what I do. Okay, so I'm gonna go over to a different angle on this. And I think this is important to say in recognizing that I've had many times in my over 10 years of having a business Mm. where I felt like I've been in the groove, right? Like everything, all green lights are going and everything is great. You know, I can check every box about success or happiness within it. And then there are some other times where I'm, I'm now easy. I'm moving up to the yellow. It's turning yellow. And I'm like, (laughs) should I go? Should I stop? Right. And then you have these periods and I'll just move it to another way of looking at it. It's like, you're no longer in the groove completely yeah. You're on the edges. You're in the, you're in the median, right? <laughs> or you're right. like, you're off on the side of the road and you're thinking about pulling over and you're questioning everything, right? Should I take a left? Should I take a right? Should I go straight? And it's almost like, you know how that movement of being in the groove and hitting all the green lights, it was like, that felt so amazing. And then you're like, then it, you're not hitting it anymore. And you're like, wait a minute, what just happened? Happened. Right. More than likely, what just happened is it's time for you to spiritually grow because you in, when you're in that groove and everything's happening, I call that the magic zone. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful zone and you feel great and wonderful. And for whatever reason, the universe is asking you to grow now. Because if you stay in that magic zone for too long, it becomes the comfort zone. <laughs> yeah, right. Right? right. Easy and to be become in. Easy to be in, easy to go with, wonderful. But as entrepreneurs, and especially creative women entrepreneurs, are always growing. We are always morphing. We are always in this beautiful journey of of wanting to learn more about ourselves and the world. And we're we're always being curious, right? Mm -hmm. And because of that, that magic zone can become confining. And all of a sudden, those green lights become yellow. And if you stay in that magic zone for too long, and you don't go out of that comfort magic zone into the uncomfortable zone, what happens? Those red lights happen, right? Um, And if you can start recognizing these zones for yourself, what I always say is the magic zone puts you in the comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And before you get to the 
uncomfortable zone, you need to go to the realignment zone. Yes. Yeah. Right? That realignment is where you, you go in, you go inward because women are, we need to go inward. We need to nurture our souls. We need to hear ourselves without the distraction of the world. Yeah. So go into the realignment zone, allow yourself to be cocooned, do your creative work. For some people that's journaling, for some people that's knitting, for some people that's um, reading self-help books, whatever that realignment zone where you know you can start really feeling, seeing, and sensing your own beautiful self again, that's where you need to go because that then puts you in the courageous zone and the un- which is the uncomfortable I call the courage zone the uncomfortable zone it's like mm-hmm. when you have to step out right I think that's courage it is I think absolutely. when you step out into your uncomfortable they call it the uncomfortable zone and I'm like no that's the courageous zone it's yeah. so much lighter and better it's like oh I got this courage I can go right? Right. right and living in the courageous zone brings you into the magic zone and it's, it's beautiful circle going through life it's filled with opportunity, even though it doesn't feel like that in the time, mm. though, right? So, you know, I think that the thing that I see a lot of, and and I've per, I've gone through myself, is that it doesn't feel good when you're going through it. And also, there's some of us who are not in tune to we don't know how to ask the right questions. We don't right. have the practice in place. We don't know, we sometimes can't tap into it on our own. This is where you come in, in the process of the discomfort, which by the way, we've already determined is a good thing. So if mm-hmm. anyone's listening and going through this, it is a good thing. Yes. It's just not going to be comfortable. Right, right. <laughs> but in your work, you're helping someone be able to awaken or reawaken. So go yeah. talk about all of this, because this is really yeah. important in the work you do. So- I, I have been restructuring my, everybody needs to awaken, but once you're awakened, right, you, you, your awakening genie spiral came when you shifted into business coaching, Mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you had this desire to leave corporate, you went into wellness coaching, it wasn't, it, it didn't fit, right, and you were in that, let me, let me be curious. Let me see. Oh, this is really what I want to do. That was a beautiful awakening. Yeah. That was 10 years ago. And your work is very different now than it was 10 years ago. Yeah. So you've had these reawakenings at various points along your journey. Yes. And it's the reawakening where the support is really important. And I say to people, you need to find a sacred observer. Because your spouse isn't going to get it. Your partner is not going to get it. They're going to say, but you're doing so great. Why would you want to, why would you, right? You're doing so great. Oh, you, you can't go do that. Why are you, why are you thinking about going and doing that? Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. right? You, you probably can use your business coach once you get clear, right? But your mm-hmm. business coach is really working on the strategy. Exactly. So you need to have that clarity before you have the strategy. I remember Mm -hmm. a conversation you had with a very beautiful, wonderful woman who wanted to join your coaching program. And you very graciously said you're not ready Mm -hmm. because she was so unclear. And you sent her over to work with me and Mm -hmm. she got very clear 
and started moving forward. And she's now had a reawakening yes. and is doing a new thing, right? And so I love the beautiful evolution that you and this other woman and all of the clients that I coach with allow this reawakening mm-hmm. because that's when that beautiful passion starts rising and we align with exactly what we're supposed to be doing right now in the here and the now. Absolutely. You, that is an important point to make. It's not just that you awaken one time, right, to whatever your purpose is. There's also these other times that, like, I know it, even in business coaching when I landed, it was, is this exactly what I need to be doing or want to be doing in my mission? And am I there quite yet? And I've had moments of um, a lot of soul searching and asking questions and And it wasn't all about strategy. And this is a really good distinguishing factor is that the strategy and tactics come into place and you can line right up with them and move into them when you get that clarity again. But when you're not clear and you don't even know how to get clear, it doesn't even make sense to put any strategy in place, right? Right, right. You're in the muck in the mud. You're in the muck in the mud. And so when when somebody gets to that point, then we then they really need that support um, to bolster up so that they don't implode. Yep. Bolster up the foundation Mm -hmm. and then start taking those beautiful steps of awareness to what they want. And that then when they can start reworking with that business coach in alignment with this process that um, allows them to unfold once that foundation of clarity is there. I love this so much. And then the reawakening, then the reawakening, you know, to have that, that I, I have many clients who after we've gone through that and they're very clear on their purpose and their passion, they stay with me because they know that the life of an entrepreneur is not that straight line. It's that squiggly, wiggly line. And they need that sounding board, that sacred objective sounding board and the new tools, right? Because we always are learning new tools, whether they're business development tools or whether they're spiritual development tools. Yeah. And what I think is important about your work and what what especially women, because that's really who you focus on working with is it's like, they're learning a new language and how to communicate and, and they don't know this language yet. Um, and you're teaching them that, like, how are you going to communicate to what your truth really is, or to be able to have difficult conversations that are not always easy because even in some type of transition, once you figure it out, what is important, right? When, and I'm just, I'm saying people in general, when they figure out what's important, not everybody else is caught up to that. And so then there's discomfort in that and, and other things like, let's say you decide, and you have people who do this, they decide they might move or pivot to something else completely like you did. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or they might stay doing what they're doing, but redesign their business because it feels better or it's more in alignment with what they want. But then there's hard conversations 
right? There's Absolutely. things that it's, have to happen. You know, there's, there's relationships, right? And, and what I work with soul, soulfully, solely is that relationship with your self-talk and who yeah. you are, right? And we clear through the clutter to get that relationship going. And then that can translate to those more difficult um, conversations. If you learn how to have those difficult conversations with yourself, Mm -hmm. They become easier with others mm -hmm. yeah. and they, be, they become easier with the others who are going to stay in alignment with you and, and do what I call the DNA dance, where you come in and out of that understanding. And then some of those difficult conversations are going to be where mm -hmm. you, de you decide to depart because your energies no longer serve you. You may have a team member who's been in your, your world for a long time. But because of the way they have grown and you are growing, there's no longer an alignment. And you have to, you choose for your business to let that person go. That's a difficult conversation. Yeah. Right. So then it's, it's the, what I always talk about is the shooting all over herself. Should I let her go? Shouldn't I let her go? I don't want to let her go, but I know my business is going to flourish if she goes. Right. So there's the, that difficult conversation first with yourself about it. But when you get clear, it becomes an easier, difficult conversation with somebody else. Yes. Right. And so, you know, you may have a, a beautiful business, right? And you don't want to let it go. But maybe it needs to pivot in a way. Maybe you need to bring, maybe you're a coach and you need to bring in other coaches so that you can take on another arm to that business. Yes. Right. Or maybe you are a social media um BA but you really want to do strategy maybe you pull in other VAs underneath you as you're growing right and this is part of that evolution I'm talking about on this entrepreneurial path but you have to know what you what what really lights you up you know what I can talk yes. about this all day long <laughs> I know, know. And, and you know I think that what also happens to us because it's happened to me several times and I observe this in clients as well, is that when you're in that zone and you're like, these decisions are easy and it feels really good and you're locked in, you're like, Woo, I got it, I got it, I'm moving, I'm moving. And then you hit that, like that wall or that yellow light. And then you're like, I can't make these decisions and everything yeah. together. And I don't want to talk to anybody about it. And I know I need to, and is this okay? Like there's all of this mind stuff that happens, right? And then you just start to kind of spin, right? Doesn't mean that you might, like in your case, you decided to change your business, right? You you created a second arm, you ended up having two different businesses, and yeah. then there's been this beautiful blending with, with soul-wise, right? That side, right? Body-wise sort of yeah. was like, okay, this is going to be, you flipped it around, right? Right, right. right. But you learn. You had to ask the questions of yourself. You I, had to figure out what's right. I did, yourself. and I will. I will tell you, um, even the most spiritual and soulful entrepreneur needs spirit support. They need mm -hmm. business support. I I have always had a business coach. In mm -hmm. the last twelve years, I have always had a business coach. I might take a three month break hiatus. Yeah. I think maybe there was one point where it was six months. And then I was like, oh, no, I need, I need that person to help me stay on my path because there are so many bright, shiny objects. 
right? Yeah. I believe the same with spirit coaching, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a mindset coach, whether it's a, a, a soul coach, right? I believe we all need to have somebody in our pocket that allows us to move forward. I have a soul coach mm-hmm. that I, I keep on quote unquote retainer. We have a, a really <laughs> wonderful uh, arrangement where I can go and, and have that soft place to land. And she will remind me of some of my tools, right? And, and bring me back in. And without that marriage for me, especially this last year, because we're having this conversation at a time when the outer energies are shifting again in this epic time of, of the world. You know, we have this, this need to have soft places to land so that we can go within. We can use a business coach's guidance and go in and map something out. We can use a soul coach's guidance to hear that wisdom and then to start um, looking at the intention behind it and then the vision and then the growth of who you are so that you have this beautiful, less difficult, less hard, because let's, you know, I, what, what's the expression? Entrepreneurship is, is like football. It's a full um, body sport, right? <laughs> yeah. um, and not too many women especially play football, but we have to, you know, we have yeah. to um, be in a place where we are able to know where we can get that support. Yeah. Right? So this all ties back to living your truth. And when you're not living your truth, how do you see it showing up? Oh, well, let's talk about. I, so I, I typically blend a lot of my client stories into one persona. But for that <laughs> question, I'm going to take myself because okay. when I left corporate, it was because I was in deep depression. Mm-hmm. Right? When I was working for mas- other massage therapists as a um, therapist in their business, I was heading into depression as the the soul wanted to grow and the business components of body wise, not the work with the clients, but the business components of body wise was frustrating and hard. I was going into depression, right? As soul wise was growing and I hit that next glass ceiling, I could feel myself going into a depression. And that's when I was like, something's not right. And I Mm rebranded. So for me, it looks like your light is being dimmed. Mm -hmm. You, you, you get up in the morning and you go, you hit the snooze button instead of getting up right away. Right. You have an extra cup of coffee because you don't want to go quite yet into work. Mm Mm-hmm. You might take longer breaks, not uh, subconsciously, right? Because you're not fueled and fired up about the work. You start missing, you start missing appointments, right? Or you start making excuses and canceling the, the podcast, or you start canceling the this or the that. And you can re- you're not going to go to that networking event. Because right? we can all make excuses to, to not do those things. You don't feel like okay? showing up. Yeah. Don't feel like showing up. Your light is getting dim. Mm-hmm. And that is a sure sign that it's time to get some support. 
And it's also a good time to recognize that maybe this is a good thing happening when someone like you can reframe it that that way, you know, in your work, you're able to do that. When someone is sitting in that space and they can't see that, the mirror that you can show them and have them look into is just what you said earlier is, okay, this is where it's going to take the courage. And this is actually a great time and opportunity. And what is your truth during this time? Um, that's why your work is so important. Yeah. And, and, what what it, what I why why I like the fact that I'm sassy mm-hmm. is that it 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 is hard work doing this unpeeling of who you are can be difficult, mm-hmm. but it can also be really fun. Yeah. It can be creative. It can be inspiring. It can allow you to find the golden nuggets that are hidden under that big heavy boulder that you feel isn't going to be able to be moved. There's gold underneath all of that because you've already, if you've stepped into or you're you're saying um, you're creative and you're doing some entrepreneurial work or you've stepped into it and you're hitting that next glass ceiling, right? right? You've already found the golden nuggets. You've already done this before. Yeah. And so we're just going to put a new fun spin on it. I have the ABC of my work is always be curious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Posey is always curious. Always my puppy. Always curious. You open that door mm-hmm. and Posey is curious about the journey. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yep. And and that's what makes it fun. If you can open that door and say, I wonder what I'm gonna find today. Mm-hmm. One of my key affirmations um is when things are hard, is what about this? is great that I'm not seeing. Mm. Mm-hmm. What about this time is great that I'm not seeing? Well, if you've already stepped into entrepreneurship and you've already had success mm. and you've celebrated that and you've already had another success and then you've already had another one, I guarantee you there have been times when you're you're saying, this isn't great. Oh my God. This isn't great. Absolutely. Right? But if you can say, what about this is great, you're opening up to the possibility. Right. And that's where this work can become so encouraging, inspiring, and allow your boat to be floating and then sailing again. So I'll share, I had decided to write my book many, many years back. And then I wrote it and it was like, what is this book? Does this make sense? And I put it right back down. And then I was awakened again. I thought I really should write this book, but I kept thinking, I don't know what I want this book to be about. And it Mm. was, it kept coming back to me like, okay, this is supposed to be part of my journey, but I have no clarity around it whatsoever. And I remember sort of spending a lot of time with it thinking, why is this being shown to me as something I'm as an idea, something I'm supposed to be doing? Mm-hmm. And yet I have absolutely no idea what to do with it. And I feel like sometimes that happens with us. Like it, it sort of just it put me into a tailspin, not a bad one, right? It was mm-hmm. just like, why would the universe deliver something like an idea to you, right? 
And then we could talk about it in so many different ways, but why would it deliver a, an idea to you and say, this is a really good idea. And then you're like, well, wait a second, that totally upset the apple cart. And <laughs> I didn't see that coming. And what's it going to mean if I spend time to write that book or what mm -hmm. am I right? And this is a lot of, you know, where someone who's sort of going along their path, right. And all of a sudden boop, something comes in and they're like, I didn't see that coming. Right. 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 And it's interesting because the universe always puts some, so uh, we could go into so much. The universe hates a vacuum. Mm. It will fill a vacuum up with whatever is in the universe's uh, range. It'll, it'll throw a book idea in there. It'll throw a new baby in there. It'll throw um, a, you know, a house or a, you're moving or it'll mm -hmm. throw something in there to fill the vacuum. And that's where the intention of how you are living is mightily important. Yeah. Because if you're living intentionally, if you know your purpose and you allow a vacuum, the universe is going to fill it with exactly the next best step for you. Mm, which I love. It's like that you're manifesting exactly what's in alignment. But when you're not clear, right? When you're like, I have no idea, or you're right? in that zone, and all sorts of things come like you're mag mag magnetizing. What is that? <laughs> right? You're drawing all these things in, and you right. don't know what to do with any of them. Then you're off in all these different paths, right? Right. Right. And and you know, a lot of people say, well, I, I manifested this big problem or I met, and no, you didn't manifest the problem. You manifested the lesson. Mm -hmm. And frankly, the lesson is about living intentionally. Yeah. Because you were out of that alignment zone. You were out of the courageous living zone and you weren't doing some of the work to make sure that your intention is clear. Yeah. This so is really the, important. The beautiful, you know, so we talk about, um, this energy within there's also mm -hmm. energy around us that is so important and that's mm -hmm. why what you do is paramount having a mastermind working in community so that um, women entrepreneurs can grow together and have a soft place to land when technology is bad and this happens and that happens right all those right. things right it's why my communities and my one-on-one -on -one work is so important because that's that soft place to land when you feel out of alignment. Mm -hmm. Because the universe is always going to give us lessons. And we have to make sure that the energy within and around us yeah. manifests exactly what you want. And you have to be crystal clear. So I'll go off track and share an example in my own life is I, I have my partner. He's great. He's a love. He's wonderful. We moved in together in his house that was was not a complete house. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to put a new kitchen and I wanted to put a new kitchen in and it wasn't the right time. But I kept like you with the book, I kept being called for the new kitchen. But what I did during that time, instead of just sitting around saying, I want a new kitchen, I want a new kitchen, going down the rabbit hole of wanting a new kitchen or a kitchen, let's be frank, right? <laughs> yeah. I visioned that kitchen. Yeah. I saw he and I preparing food, nutritious dinners together for ourselves. 
I saw it as a center where family could come and have conversations where my sacred friends could come. I saw the, the exact refrigerator I wanted. I saw an island. I saw the granite. I saw everything. And it took time to get there, but I have it now. You do have it now. I do have it now. It's (laughs) glorious. And that's the same when it comes to our businesses. Mm -hmm. You may feel like there's this big vacuum and nothing is ready yet. And, and, and I, I'm in a place where I have a big umbrella dream. Uh, If I tried to get there right now, I'd miss some of those marching steps to it. Does that mean I leave that dream aside or do I just keep when, when I'm out walking or I have a really great client and I'm like, okay, that was a wonderful, wonderful session. What's the next thing for my business? I start dreaming about that and I'm living intentionally. I have that intention. So when that vacuum appears, the universe is going to put exactly what's ready to be built. The same with your book. You had a vacuum and you may not have been clear why it was there. And you, you, you wrote on it once, right? And you're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Right. But it keeps coming back. And, and now it's crystal clear and you're ready for that aspect of your business and your life. And I think that that's what, when we're in that vacuum space, realignment zone, it can feel very empty. It can feel very void. And yet, when we start that clarity of who we are, what the intention is and what the dream is, that void starts getting the stepping stones yes, to that beautiful manifestation of what is the next ideation of your work. You couldn't have said it more clearly and beautifully. And I think that the thing that is incredible about the work you do is really helping to find the vision. And sometimes people can't find the vision or, Mm. or find their truth. And when they are finding that, and then sort of navigating through some of the hard work, it's amazing that you have the programs and the support system in place to, to help that in the discomfort to, to be back into or in the zone that they really want to be in. And you right. do that in a couple of different ways. So I'd love to pivot over to your business model. Okay. So you've had, you know, you had a business model many, many years ago, right? Where mm-hmm. it was you and your business before you had other practitioners, right? So yes. you would char- charge a service or you would have a package of a couple of sessions and however mm-hmm. it was working, right? And you figured out how that would work. And it worked, right? It wasn't, it wasn't necessarily hard to sell. And then it, over time, you grew that side of the business. And then you pivoted into a different way of supporting people through wise living. And then it was, okay, how do I want to serve the clients best, right? So I want to talk about like a little of the design piece. How do I serve them best? How do I create the right community? How do I put together packages and services that feel really good in how I want to work, right? As a business owner that also serves them, that takes time, right? It doesn't happen overnight. It does not happen overnight. It's a 20-year evolution at this point. And I suspect (laughs) it's going to be another 20. I hope, I hope I have the privilege and the honor to do it for another 20 years. I do think they evolve over time. They do, they do. They absolutely do. So I, my pillars now of my work and who I am, 
I have my body work pillar. Yep. It's, it's, it's here. It supports things. It's one-on-one mm-hmm. services because it's really hard to do massage therapy when it's one-on-eight. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So that's over there. Over in the Wise Living Institute, I have a couple of different ways of working with, with um, creative and sassy women, right? Um, those people who are ready to be curious and to step forward. Um, I recognize that some women want that really private place to land because there can be some shame around wanting something new when you think you have, when you have something, and, but you want more. The, the, the world is like, well, you have it all. Why do you need more? And then right. there's guilt and shame. There may be guilt and shame because you're not making what everybody else thinks you're making already. There may be guilt and shame over um, whatever it is in business, and they need that one-on-one sacred time. Um, so I do have that model of I do work one-on-one with clients in six-month, one-year packages, right? Mm-hmm. Because this is not overnight success. Right. This is not take a pill and everything is fixed. Right. This this takes real um, awareness and real self-love and real, I want to be the best I can be for the clients that I'm serving, for my family, for my friends and my, my community. And I'm going to do, I'm going to do what's best for me, which then is what's best for them. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and I then, also want to say one thing with this is that in the longer term work that you do, there's transformation that happens, mm, right? So this is really, transformation. And you get to be a part of that. And it's yeah. not just like, I'm going to get clear in this, you know, one session I'm clear. It's okay. We're getting clarity and we're moving through it and you get to support it and watch the transformation. Right. And, 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 you know, I don't, I, one of the reasons that I know that the longer term work is important is because it does take time, but it also, I want to support my clients. I want to, be there for them. I will be with you on this ride. Um, we're going to go look at your purpose. We're going to look at your intentions. We're going to look at your dreams and get really crystal clear on your dreams mm-hmm. and how to start. That's not that's not the business model. That's not my thing. But what is the dream? Mm-hmm. And how can we bolster up your confidence, bolster up your courage so that you start taking the steps towards that? It's great. And that takes some time. So you work with some people one-on-one, you have mm-hmm. private clients. How else yeah. is your business set up? So I also have, and I love my Living Your Truth Sisterhood. It is a community membership program, which helps people awaken their own inner wisdom and follow their life intentionally through the energies within them and around them. So uh, it's a community group. It's a lovely place to share these evolutions in this transformation where you have the support of a number of other thriving and growing individuals. Great. Um, and, and we do a lot of kind of the woo stuff in there. We do a lot of the woo stuff, <laughs> which is fun. You know, um, we follow the moon patterns because the moon energy mm-hmm. is really important to right. all women, you know? So it's a lot of fun in there. Well, you've done a lot and, and moving into what you truly are passionate about 
in this phase and stage of your life, mm. it's all under the umbrella of the Wise Living Institute. So for those of you who don't know Laura yet, wiselivinginstitute.com is your primary website. Mm -hmm. And you have a special gift which helps women in particular embrace their unique purpose, um, engage their wisdom and shine their light. Um, there's six truths that there you are. Take, right? Yeah. We're so this is that. the six truths for creative and sassy, um, spiritually aligned entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. um, we've actually touched on all of them in our conversation. <laughs> Wow, uh, which is really cool. But in this ebook, uh, it goes a little bit more in depth into each one. And it goes, this is the first truth. This is the second. This is the mm -hmm. third. So you get more of, of the golden nuggets very clearly presented to you. But it's really perfect for anybody who's sitting in the space that's not completely feeling they're in alignment with what they're meant to be doing at this moment or might be uh, sensing a shift that's happening yeah. um right or like i'm struggling with what is happening and what this all means and mm -hmm. i'm not sure how to do some yeah. of these things exactly so, it's it's also really good for the person who's in the magic zone right now good who's in that that good juicy zone everything is green light green light green light because you're following these Good, 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 good. You know, okay. and and then when we may need to do the realignment, you'll have those those tricks and tips right there. You have the tools. Well, there's activities included in it too, right? So there are. There okay, are. Good. Yeah. Good. So I, I don't call it homework because that just sounds so <laughs> third grade-ish. It's soul play activities, you know, so that you can go play with your soul. And I think what you get to know from and anyone who doesn't already know Laura is that uh, you are you're very connected to certain practices, and you begin to you you do start to teach and talk about the practices, which I know you also go into more depth in the sisterhood as well. But yes. you know, some of the things that you do that help to ground you to give you clarity, you start. Uh, I know you 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 share more and more. So I'm not going to reveal what they are, but I'm going to leave a link for everybody in the show notes. So you'll know, Great. but it's um, called discover these six truths and it's an ebook. So everyone can grab that. I have two quick questions for you before we wrap up, Laura. So one of them is, are you reading anything right now? Ooh, and what is that? I am. I am reading the soul sourced entrepreneur by Christine Kane. Um, and she is a business coach mm -hmm. who shares how to make choices in your business uh, based on your own inner wisdom and your intentions. So it's a beautiful, well, very well written book. Great. Awesome. Is there anyone that you look to and say role model or someone that you think, you know, they're doing midlife and beyond pretty well. Is there somebody that you look to? Wow, that there are so many. Really, there really are so many. Um, right now, I would say Michelle Obama. Mm. I think she's, you know, you talk about her journey yeah. from being a lawyer to uh, the first lady to her evolution right now and stepping into those um, projects that she's really passionate about and being able to really spend time with them where prior to midlife, she didn't have that opportunity. 
So yeah. I'd say Michelle Obama. I try not to put too many people up on pedestals because honestly, I know Michelle Obama's going through so much of the same thing that you've gone through and I've gone through. Um, and I believe that we need to look. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn that question around a little bit mm -hmm. for your listeners, right? You asked me, is there anybody you think who's doing midlife really, really well? I would ask of your um, your listeners, what in midlife are they doing really, really well? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Great go question. share that with their friends. Go share that and celebrate that because that is where you start fueling your own fire. Mm -hmm. There's elements of doing midlife that sometimes are, they resonate with me or, mm. um, or maybe older people that resonate with me. And there's a woman, her name is Norma Kamali and she's a designer. And I remember mm. when I got her book and then I started researching her more and she incorporates dance into her life. And I thought I can do that. And so mm. when, what you're talking about is like, what is it that she does really well? And it, it lights her up and excites her. It makes her happy. She's 75 or something years old. And I think, uh -huh. you know what, if she can do that, why can't I? And so that's how I began thinking about these, you know, about midlife. Right, <laughs> right. And looking at those things. So, um, you know, I, I loved ballet as a child, mm. right? And I was looking at a form of movement during COVID that would light me up. And I had this beautiful new island. So I, I actually do 10 to 15 minutes of ballet, right? Because it's bringing me back to who I was at my core yeah. before I lost it. And that's what I think midlife is about. It's bringing you back to that joy yeah. of who you are in your core. Love it. Love it. We could go on. I mean, Laura and I, we could talk forever and we do <laughs> oftentimes we could talk and talk and talk, but for this episode, I really wanted to bring you in. You know, you are yeah. one of my longest and dearest entrepreneurial friends. We've known each other for a very long time and been through quite a bit over the years. And so yes. we do get to have hard conversations um, that don't always happen in bigger communities because we also have a friendship and we have a trust that, you know, we can reveal certain things that mm -hmm. are going on. And sometimes you can't always do that with a friend and sometimes right. you can't do that in business. And so this is particularly when Laura comes in and it's very, very supportive <laughs> to have someone uh, like Laura working mm -hmm. with you. Um, Laura, I just want to say, I just love our friendship and our ability to have all the conversations, but also I think that the work you're doing is so key and so necessary for women in particular midlife and, and, you know, living your truth and being able to stay in the zone and make some hard decisions sometimes mm -hmm. to get back to what really matters. Yeah. It's really well, important. thank you. This has been a joy. And I um, will send that honor and that respect right back to you for all of the work that you do, because when we do our passion and our purpose, we light the world up. We do. Absolutely. Where will people find you on social media? Is there a particular place that they're going to see you most of the time? So it, you can find me in all the general places, right? Um, but I have a, a community group on Facebook. It's the community for living your truth. Um, so come into that versus being out in all, all of the um, noise and Facebook, come into that group. Um, I would love to have your presence there. Great. And we'll put a link in the show notes too. So we're going to put all the links there so everyone can figure out where you are and get in touch. 
Um, for those of you who are uh, new to me or are not part of my community already, I bring the conversation a little bit further about midlife and business and all things midlife into my group, which is in the, it's actually the Midlife CEO Facebook group. So you can check me out at geniespyro.com forward slash CEO. And that's where, uh, where we talk a little bit more about other issues going on for business owners at midlife. So please join us there. Laura, love you to pieces. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Everyone go check out Laura and I'll see all of you on the next episode. Take care, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Midlife CEO Podcast. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.